Howdy, everybody. Cable Smith welcoming each and every one of you into episode 108 of Justified Pursuit. Hope you had a great Christmas and uh, are going to have a happy new year this week as uh, we slam the door on 2022. Thank God. Uh, Alongside, as always, though, the good counselor, Chisholm Cook, looking very mature with a new haircut. A new haircut. Yeah. Uh, why are you so excited about slamming the door on 22? Something telling you 23 is going to be better? Oh, well, I just, I'm not, I'm saying, not picking up that vibe. Can it get any worse? Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess it could. Oh, yeah. It, can <laughs> it get, probably it can will. Get way, way worse. Way uh, worse. And it's, it's, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. wait, wait till the pantry, wait till the food supplies, the, the, the shelves are truly empty, mm. like important stuff. Yeah. All that's coming, dude. They're I'm going to go shoot on. two They're deer this weekend. Yeah, good. Stock it up. Yeah. Amen to that. Mm. So the new haircut, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I said. Way shorter. Ago. Yeah. Figured it was time to grow up. Started losing my hair. Uh-huh. So wearing it. Cool guy long. Uh, is no more a thing. No longer a thing. Well, I had nice. really well over a year ago. Oh man, probably a year and a half ago at least, I'd told Ash I was ready to cut it off, and she was like, "You're not cutting your <laughs> effing hair." Is exactly what she said. Gives you your Samson powers, I guess. Yeah, she certainly liked it. And back when I had a full head of hair and a full hairline, it looked really good. And then in the last year and a half, it started to really it didn't look as good. And it mm. took me a long time to put two and two together that, oh, it's because it's thinning and my hair receding, hairline is receding. So, <laughs> so since <clears> we've <throat> had that conversation though, from last week, I'm like, I'll be like, run, I run my hands through my hair. Be like, hey. I mean, cause I already had the receding, like the widow's peak, but like now I'm like, man, everything else feels thin. And then, and then my wife's cousin, Lauren, who lives in Colorado, she was staying with us. She stayed with us for a day over the holidays. She kind of bounces around from house to house within my wife's side of the family. And she was like standing behind me and like looking down on me as I was sitting in my armchair. She's like, Cable, what's going on up here? Like, I was like, that's not my widow's peak. She's like, I know it's the top of your hair. It's like, where's the, it's like, where's it going? I don't know. I might call my buddy, Jeff, the doctor and be like, Hey, you know that he was saying you like, they draw blood, then they infuse your plasma, and then they somehow put it back into your scalp. But it won't help sure. you re- regenerate hair, but it'll help you keep the hair that you have. I don't know if it's a witch's brew or not. Long but... way to go, considering, dude. <laughs> have you ever bothered to look at your bald spot? No. Like, is that something that you first did just here in the last week? I didn't look at it. I just felt, I mean, I can okay. just feel well, that my the last couple of times that we've hunted together, I've definitely noticed a, I mean, it's not skin bald yet. But you have had a bald spot <laughs> thinning for some time now, like a well, clear, you know, the perfect circle on the back back there. Ignorance yeah. is bliss, I guess. Been going for a while, so <laughs> I guess my point is, being having been several months since I saw it, uh, if your best option is to keep it where it's at, you might as well just let it go now. <laughs> yeah. Well, just roll with it. 
I'm going to call Jeff. Do more curls. <laughs> Do more curls. Yeah. Uh, so well, my sister hooked me up. Thanks, Aunt Sherry. Went up to Austin after we spoke last week and I was like, my hair is thinning. Fix it. She's like, well, do you want me to cut it all off? And I was like, you, my sister, I know I've mentioned before, is uh, probably, it's probably, she's probably, she's arguably like a world-class stylist based on her tenure. I'm, I'm looking at my hair right now. You can, there's no like noticeable bald spot back there unless you're just looking right down on it. You might, you might get, well, yeah, I mean, yes, you're right. You have to be looking right down on it. It's not so bad as to be able to see it from a 45 degree angle, but I, I don't know what's going on in the front here. Get <laughs> anyway, Sherry's a rock star. She works at the top salon in Austin and she's there like most tenured stylist and she's won awards from Aveda and stuff. So anyway, uh, and she's been cutting my hair for a long time now. Uh, she knows how my head is shaped. She knows how my hair grow. Uh, <laughs> she gets that mm. Ron for you. No, oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, she's like, she's going to cut brother. it all off. And I was like, I want you to fix it. I want you to do whatever will make it look okay, given where I'm at. <laughs> she also did say, <laughs> I think I mentioned that the last time I'd talked to her, or last time I'd gone to get a haircut in September, she said it looked great and it didn't look like it was thinning. And then she was like, it's been thinning for a while. I was like, well, yeah. why are you going to lie? Yeah. Anyway, she's like, well, a short hairstyle will look much thicker than a long hairstyle uh, if your hair is thinning. Because like long hair, like is weighted, you know, it's got like it weights down and it like pulls apart. And sure enough, man, like doesn't look like I'm thinning at all anymore. It's awesome. So, I mean, it's a house yeah, of cards, yeah. but yeah. I mean, I still have hair right now. I still have hair, and it looks much better short. Yeah, much better. Short. Okay, all right. You keep telling yourself that. I mean, uh, it, a week ago, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna be bald by the end of 23." Now I'm like, "Okay, I probably can stretch this out through my 40s, and then you know, I'll be like legit." Going bald in my face. Mm -hmm. Maybe. <laughs> Did you guys have a good Christmas? Yep. Low key. Didn't go anywhere. Didn't, Didn't eat any that. chicken spaghetti, thank God. <laughs> no chicken spaghetti. Negative. Um, what did we eat for Christmas dinner? Oh, I think I mentioned we went to some neighbors and they did a fantastic prime rib. Mm. Really good. Um, also proved that uh, you don't have to go with the 20 plus dollar a pound bone in. They got a $13 a pound Costco prime rib that was undistinguishable from the one they did last year. So mm. it was great. Well, times are tough. Thanks, Biden. Yeah, we all need to be tightening our belts for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, did a lot fewer gifts than we've done in years past, and the kids didn't seem to be phased by that one bit. Hmm. Uh, they were still arguing over each other's gifts within an hour of finishing, opening them. Um. My oldest is obsessed with slime, and we have the oldest. Yeah, dude. Dude, dude, my my eight year olds are obsessed with slime. Eight years old. In so many ways, she's mature f decades beyond her years, and then in other ways, you're like, I mean, she's fourteen, right? She's still a yeah. young girl, so yeah, really into slime. Making her own slime, though, like yeah, they do that too. Always asking, I'm always like, I'm like, why, why are we you can make your own slime when your mom is here to clean up the mess? I'm not doing, I was like, no, absolutely, don't even ask if I'm home. If if dad is home and mom's at work, don't ask about slime making, just don't. The answer's yeah, gonna amen. be no, amen. 100 times out of 100. I don't understand why in these economic times we would spend one penny on it, but I guess it brings her joy. So, whatevs, I'm sure we didn't spend a lot of money on it. Uh, my 12 year old got uh, some 
fingernail extensions, which also chapped my ass and I'm not happy about one bit. Uh, and I told her she'll never be doing that again. Um, as long as she's under our roof, I think basically, mm -hmm. um, oh, I sound like, a, I sound like, a, whoa, bro. Whoa. Not your daughter. That's just what I think of when I think of fingernail extensions. Slut. Okay. Yeah. It's not a good look. That's okay. My eight-year-old's got my eight-year-old's got halter tops from my uh, sister-in-law or crop. They crop don't tops. look appropriate to your point, uh, hmm. and I'm, no more so than crop tops. I'm sure do. Not an eight-year-old. Uh, but yeah, it was good. Other than other, other than two minor complaints, it was uh, it was all good. I think beautiful I mean, I, uh, Christmas Eve service. That was good. I mean, I'll walk back the fingernail thing just a little. Like, if you just put a little extension on your nails, like I think that can look nice where you're not trying to present this thing that oh i have fake nails but if you're putting like one inch nails, oh these are full-on press-on nails that are too long oh yeah for some That's reason slutty. the look now is kind of like rounded pointy they're they're pointy they don't like Point, like a witch like what are you doing dude they look very claw-like hmm. they're all everyone is a different pattern she went with a friend and they get this done at a, a local local nail place and uh. You know, they're all Christmas themed and stuff. I guess they're halfway cute, but they're very claw looking, witch looking too. Mm. I mean, yeah, she does look like she's, you know, coming out of a trailer. So park. 14 and 12, what have, what conversations have you had so far as a dad where you're like, no, you're not walking out of the house in that. <sighs> have you had that conversation yet? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm complaining about the length of her air quotes shorts uh -huh. on a weekly basis at minimum generally she doesn't leave the house because we have had this talk in the i mean i'm talking about the ones that are they might as well be briefs right there mm -hmm. there are no like they're higher at the hip than they are at the crotch right like they're they're not shorts they're thick underpants yeah okay she's a volleyball player right so she's all about that style uh it's really funny i may have mentioned this before but the the end thing for this age and generation of girls is maybe this has been going on for some time and i just notice it now either tiny painted on shorts and a gigantic sweatshirt like that's three sizes too big yeah or like a tank top tiny t-shirt and huge hammer pants so, so at the gym, all the dudes were, and I don't know why this is a thing. It certainly wasn't a thing when I was a kid. They wear pajama pants to work out in. Have you noticed this? This is like, like plaid a PJs. Plaid PJs, exactly pants. what they wear. Hmm. With a t-shirt and tennis shoes. And they that's what they work out in. My son uh, is dude, so I concerned even... about what he looks like. That I took him to get ice cream after dinner last night. And they'd already put their PJs on. And he's like, I can't wear this. I was like, what do you mean? You have a sweatshirt on and plaid PJ pants. He's like, yeah. What if someone sees me? I'm like, who cares? It's eight o'clock at night. No, no. And he's like, I'm not going. He like, goes and puts on sweatpants. And then he's like, can I sit in the car? I'm like, you just changed clothes. He's like, I know, but my sisters have on PJ pants. I don't want to be seen with them. I'm like, dude, wow, your life funny. is going to be so much better when you stop worrying about what other people think. Shows them this is the same reason why. The kid won't talk to his friends about the deer that he kills because they don't do it. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. He's just he'll, really, uh, really he'll worried. Grow, he'll grow out of that nonsense. He's well, his, I mean, his, age. 
the apple doesn't fall far, but when it comes to that, that's just something I never, I never dealt with. Like, I, you don't like it. I don't really give a shit. But that's not how he's wired. I did make, I smoked a turkey Christmas morning, got up, put it on about 9.30. We were going to church at 1, and I forgot to raise the temperature. Uh, so I did it right before we left, and it needed to be at, it was like 180 for two and a half, three hours, and then it needed to be at 350 for an hour and what was on there for two hours. Turkey was fine. The skin was not edible. I had to just pull the skin off and trash it. What was wrong with it? Burnt or burnt? Too- so it got too hot. I tell you what, man. Uh, turkey skin sucks anyway. Like, when is turkey skin? Any oh, good? I like it if it's not. I mean, I, that's the whole point of putting a dry rub on there. For I mean, I put a great rub on there. Oh, I like the skin, but it was it wasn't like Christmas vacation burnt, but it was it was crispy. The the skin was so inside. Well, was smoke fun. a turkey. You need to be at like two fifty to two seventy five, bro. That's smoking temp. You put it in there at the same temp you put it in the oven. Mm-hmm. Well. I said, Aaron, what did I do last year? And she said, uh, I think you did it. And she looked it up. She's like, on a pellet grill, 180 for three or three hours, and then finish it at 350 for an hour. And oh, it started, was on. I, I missed the part about starting at 180. That's, yeah. a, that's a big jump. And then, but it was only supposed to be an hour, and it was on there two hours at 350. So anyway, the turkey because, was Were you monitoring the temperature, or you just like left it on there for an extra hour? I just left it because we went to church. Come back, <laughs> and I'm like, ah, crap. Yeah. And she's like, doesn't this thing have a Bluetooth deal where you can just control it on your phone? And I was like, uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know. I don't, I never looked into Dude, that. You cannot smoke a turkey without a meat probe in it. And if you let it go a degree past 165, then you failed at fatherhood. It had a meat probe in it. At life. I almost didn't go to church, but I was like, I'd rather burn the turkey than miss Christmas Eve church. So I was well, good. She could have also just taken it out and put it in the oven. Like, that crossed my off. mind. Yeah. Um, but when I, like, I left yeah, the internal like? temperature of the turkey was only 135. I was like, I gotta get this thing up to 160. So what was it at when you got back? I don't know. I I just saw I just opened it up and was like, oh, that's burning. And so I just took it off as fast as I could. <laughs> but anyway, the 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 highlight wasn't the turkey, it was the gravy that I made from scratch with uh venison heart, which from Henry's Buck. I diced it up real fine seared it in a skillet and then put it in the gravy with some uh, egg whites and root vegetables. Oof, man. And then I didn't tell anyone that it was heart that they were eating. But gravy typically has the nasty bits from the turkey anyway, the heart and liver and whatever else. So they didn't know any any different. Except for Aaron's uncle was like, that's hard, isn't it? I was like, yeah, it's from a deer. He goes, I can tell. He's like, I'm going to take some with me when I leave. Oh, so he was nice. real into it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I cooked a deer heart last week too. Mm, good stuff uh, last week a couple of days ago i guess is what it actually was yeah well what's on the uh what's on the old run list for today want to start with oh the let's see we've got uh trillions being spent despite, that's on here uh, record inflation we've got oh the fbi caught red-handed basically acknowledging that they pay companies to spy on american citizens on a regular basis we've got oh the media is still trying to make COVID a thing mm. uh let's where was that one i had a note here uh i don't 
care about the border being perfectly frank, but we can talk about it. No, I want. I I do want to talk about it because yeah, you yeah. saw Texas is going to resume construction on the border wall without the governments and without the feds. They're yeah. they've reached an agreement with private landowners. Awesome. Yeah, I think I remember seeing that. You're indifferent, so the border really pisses me off. Uh, Eighty thousand immigrants were released into El Paso over the holidays because all of the border facilities were maxed out. So that's 80,000 illegals. Instead of saying, actually, we're going to point you south back to Mexico. Actually, we're just going to let you in El Paso. What do you think the city of El Paso's population is, Chisholm? Yes. The population of El Paso? Yeah. A million? I don't know. 678,000. I know it's way over a million when you add in uh, Juarez on the other side. Well, that's Mexico. So it doesn't count. Yeah, but it's like one giant metropolitan area. If you, like, if okay. You get a, like, well, if you area. dumped in 80,000 into 675,000, you don't have a city that's set up to handle that. You just yeah. don't. The Democratic mayor of El Paso will say so uh, every time he gets the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also on the border, this is great. So Arizona was using shipping containers to kind of fix the issue, just stacking stacking one on top of another to make their own border wall. Do you know what happened there? The DOJ sued the state of Arizona and told them to remove the shipping containers. Yeah, the I Department so. of Justice sued Arizona because, oh, I, I have the article pulled up. This is great. Listen to this. This is absolutely mind-blowing. Um, <laughs> the Department of Justice filed a lawsuit Wednesday against Arizona, accusing it of trespassing on federal land. Arizona has unlawfully and without authority failed to remove the shipping containers from lands owned by the United States or which the United States holds easements, thereby damaging the United States, thereby damaging the United States. The irony. <laughs> oh, my God. They're damaging by protecting the border. I was just—I'm so lost. Make it make sense. It doesn't. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It can't. They're and they don't care. Mm. All right, that's all I have on ah, the border. Dude, I'm sorry. I, the show. border—it sucks. It's a—it's a joke. Um, it is, yeah, frustrating. But man, when I try to rank like uh, out a list of the corruption of the uh, humanitarian crises, of the atrocities, and of the just deranged behavior coming out of our federal government. I don't even know if it cracks the top 10, dude. Like, it is for me because they're going to try to make all those people allowed to vote. That's concerning. They're going to rig the vote anyway. Like, so what? They're going to do what they're going to do. Like That's not going to be what it is. Right, show's country. over. It's hopeless. Everyone go no, to sleep. I, I mean, they you are, are right? Like they, They're going to do whatever they have to do. That's it for episode 108, 109, to 110 power. for the foreseeable future. Funding transgender surgeries and medicines for minor children, right? F- government officials advocating for, for, for drag queen story hour. Spending hundreds of billions of dollars to fund World War III when we were responsible for toppling the democratically elected government that actually got along with its neighbor back in 2014. Uh, let's see, what else is going on? Forcibly injecting people with a experimental poison. Oh, 
cooking up a virus uh, and releasing it on the world in the first place that then mm. therefore necessitates the need for these shots. Like, dude, the border? Some brown people coming over in droves? Like, whoop the F and do, man. Just like with dad the other day with four star, those texts. And he was like, <laughs> out of nowhere, the day before Christmas Eve, the 23rd, four star texts Cable and I randomly, the two of us, I guess, because he listens to the show. And he's like, I'm flipping back and forth between CNN, MSNBC and Fox. And Fox is talking about the border and CNN and MSNBC are talking about January 6th. And I was like, yeah. And it's because all three are trying to distract you from mutilating children's genitals. And I don't what one of those other things I said similarly, mm. I think drag queen story hour. And he goes, all right, never mind. It's Christmas. I'll drop it. I was like, that's probably a good call. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man. Well, the border is important to me, but I'm a nationalist. So it is what oh, it the is. Pope, uh, not the Pope necessarily a Bishop from the panhandle from Abilene, Texas, Abilene or Amarillo? I think it was Abilene. Hmm. A bishop for the southwest region of the Catholic diocese, or however all that works, uh, laicized uh, a pro-life uh, priest. Did you see that? Mm-mm. Laicized means that he was stripped of his cloth. He is no longer a priest in the Roman Catholic Church. He did this to another priest, or this is what happened to him? A bishop did that to a priest who has been the head of a Catholic pro-life mission for like 20 years. Who Sounds has, like a pretty worthwhile endeavor for a priest to undertake. Sounds like it's squarely within the Catholic Church's like thousands of year old belief structure, for sure. Right. Uh, yeah, Father Pavone, P-A-V-O-N-E. Um, he's been pretty edgy with it. Apparently he did a video where he laid a aborted fetus on a table, like a Mm -hmm. real one, (laughs) but he's been at odds with this Bishop for like basically this whole time, like 20 years. He must have Mm -hmm. some satanic leftist. I don't know if you know any about anything I'm about to get into on the Catholic church, but there are demons within the church, like, Without question. Shouldn't be surprising, right? They're everywhere, right? There within are, every, every church structure. There are super destructive denominations. I mean, okay, you just go back 20 years when the lid blew off of the fact that they were just playing shuffle the pedophile, right? Everybody Catholic be church. raping everybody. <laughs> Catholics just got some problems, <laughs> for sure, right? But one thing they've always been stalwart on is being pro-life, right? Yeah. To the extent of not even allowing birth control, mm-hmm. right? Uh, well, they're, you know, the new Pope is a socialist leftist. Um, although he apparently has praised this Father Pavone's pro-life mission in the past. So this bishop who Father Pavone has been sideways with for well over 10, 15 years now, who has been, who has sanctioned him on multiple occasions, finally just took the action of stripping him of his cloth. And now he's going before going to the Vatican to protest. Uh, like he, yeah, he had to hire, I mean, this is a whole world here, right? But he had to hire attorneys of, uh, oh, dude, what do you call it? Can, he had to hire canonical attorneys, lawyers that specialize in Vatican law, mm-hmm. basically, Catholic law, to uh, go in there and protect him. Um, anyway, there's another great example of something that I think is far scarier than illegal migrants. The Roman Catholic Church is the most 
powerful religious entity on the planet. It's the, you know, foundation bedrock. And this is the most powerful country in the world. And I'd like to keep it that way and not water it down by not having a border. How does having more people not keep us the most powerful? (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Anyway, Father Pabone. If you said, well, they're all going to vote Republican, then I'd be like, yes, let them in. But that's the game. The game is fixed. The game is fixed. They're going to vote for whoever makes them citizens. That's just how it is. So, and that's otherwise they wouldn't be doing this. And the the only thing that pisses me off too, more than just the issue itself, is the fact that they just keep lying about it. Oh, there's no issue. Oh, well, we know that 80,000 immigrants were released this week in El Paso. What about, oh, no, 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 it's not a problem. The border's secure. But 80,000 in one day you released. Well, at least Abbott sent a busload of them to uh, Kamala Harris's house on Christmas Eve. People were like, oh, they're going to freeze. Guess what? It was freezing here, too. Dude, Shut your face. It's global warming. The president <laughs> of a foreign nation showed up at the House of Rep- at, the, at the Capitol building for a joint session of Congress. All of our Senate and House representatives in, you know, in the building wearing a friggin' sweatshirt and chastise America for not sending him more money in the midst of an economic crisis to continue stirring the pot toward nuclear war. But I saw that they even put a Ukrainian flag up. Right. And they flew a Ukrainian flag behind him or like waved a Ukrainian flag behind him in the United States Capitol building. As a nationalist, I don't approve of that either. That pisses me off to see that imagery. Which he's getting a lot more money. We can talk about the new bill, uh, the new spending bill, in a minute. Yeah, we'll just let's let's go there now. It's the let's do anything to get away from border talk. Yeah, we've covered. You're it. just not you're not passionate about the border. You probably you like the open border, even though your dad do, do found a dead to, guy on do your I have to Do I have to like it by saying I just don't? No, you happen to. Really you have, have to. I just don't have an angle on it. Dude. Aggressively just, detest it. There are so many other ways that they're undermining the fabric of reality. There was something that's about to expire. Do you know what I'm talking about there? Uh, it's going to affect. I think the it's the Remain in Mexico thing. Okay. Okay. So, I, yeah. what does that mean the, exactly? The, uh, Trump. I have the vaguest understanding of it. Trump had okay. some deal in place with the Mexican government where these, you know, most of these migrants are not Mexican. They're from all sorts of other places, right? Right. A lot of them happen to be Venezuelan. Well, their, uh, they, Cuban, their country's a shithole uh, too. You know, people fleeing from the uprise, you know, the sort of upstart communist. Trump uh, was right. Sometimes Brazil, third world countries are shitholes. <laughs> so the deal was that uh, if they were caught uh, trying to come into our country, they'd have to just stay in Mexico. I don't know, something like hmm. that. And so now, like they were asylum seekers. I guess right, and mm-hmm. so the deal was like you'll stay in Mexico, you won't come to the states, and so if it lap when it lapses, maybe it already did lapse. I don't. Know. Uh, then that deal's over with, and if they want to come to the U.S., I guess they can if they're asylum seekers, something like that. Okay. Speaking of how they're going to vote, it's just awesome that they're fleeing leftists, and then you think they're going to come here and they're going to vote for leftists, but probably so. <laughs> probably so. Right, we both agree there. Uh, so what's in the one point seven? trillion dollar federal spending bill i don't even know the name of the bill all i know is it's bad and i'm looking at the uh newsmax 
called the Inflation Reduction Act 2.0. Is that what it is? That's what it is. That one didn't work. So here's the next one. Here's the we'll second have the same outcome. So yeah. All right. So, I just can't even do that. They finally make a dent in inflation this past month. A dent. So they're like, here, let's spend all the money we can. And they didn't make a dent in it. I'll sit and I'll tell you why. I mentioned this to a guy on my other show who's not from Texas, but knows what Bucky's is. Do you ever go to Bucky's? Yeah. Just about every time I take a road trip longer than two and a half. Do you hours. like their brisket tacos? I don't really like any of their food. I think oh. it's all crap. Mm. Beef jerky? What are you? Satan? Who doesn't you like ever beef been to jerky? A Pro- you ever been to Prosics? Yes. Prosics is what Bucky's should have been Bucky's. Prosics has been I there. Bucky's would say we should have been Hill G, Texas. based on our bank account. Prosics has been in Hill G, Texas as long as I can remember. It was the first mega gas station store that sold all kinds of buffalo and venison jerkies and stuff. Products far superior mm-hmm. to, bu- to Bucky's. Bucky's just like took their idea and cleaned up the bathrooms. Don't give me. Oh, Prosics bathrooms are fantastic. I love Bucky's. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think their products are worth the money. Well, I'll tell you what's not worth the money. It all just tastes six dollar brisket taco. That's how much one taco is now. Five ninety nine. Yeah, you should be able to buy a brisket for six (laughs) dollars. Henry, do you want a taco? He's like, yeah. I, I'm like, that was twelve dollars for two tacos. Like, what in the? uh, They used to be three ninety nine. The very best tacos in Texas are. A quarter half mile from my house and they are still two dollars so that's an you, opinion not a fact jobbed. no they're really really good texas tacos well, so th- there's actual Super one at the good. shell station right down here that's just a little mexican grill and they make awesome everything tacos you i know, mean the, the i mean list you know they're good when it's the re- when it's tacos. the illegals that are eating there because they want real mexican food i think our staff at texas taco are uh american citizens um but they're certainly of mexican heritage I would say the people making the tacos. A lot of Spanish beans. This one's called Del Sur Grill, and it has the authentic Mexican wrestling masks hanging from that part of the gas station. Okay. If they've got the um, the luchadoras masks, then that's pretty legit. (laughs) Yeah. And it's their, I think they're American citizens, the people eating there that are, you know, is painters and construction workers and came here for a better life to send the money back home to their family. Don't blame them. I'd do the same thing. But that's how you know it's good if those are the ones that are eating there. For sure. And it is. Um, so also, okay, so on the new spending package, Inflation Reduction 2.0, the first thing that sticks out, how ironic. Uh, Zelensky was just here, and he's getting $45 billion more in aid. $45 billion. We're up over $100 billion we've given them. And we can't protect our own schools. We can't put a security guard at our schools. And they want to bitch about us right-wing extremists having AR-15s. How about you put an armed guard in every school and stop worrying about the damn Ukraine? This administration, their motto, Americans last. You Dude, Mitch McConnell said that this Congress's number one top priority is the Ukraine war, war effort. Mitch McConnell is a rhino cuck. Yeah, he's also the most powerful Republican on the planet. He is sad. Donald Trump's got nothing because he doesn't hold an office. Yeah. Ron DeSantis, super powerful in Florida, zero stroke anywhere else. Mitch McConnell is the most powerful conservative in American government. And he said that the priority for this Congress is to fund Ukraine wars instead of help out Americans. He's not even in the Congress. 
Yes, he is. The Senate and the House of Representatives are the two houses of Congress. I do always just refer to. Yeah, as- I mean, congressman is a congressman, and that's separate from a senator. So, well, right, because be- I mean, the only other way to say it would be to be called them representative so and so, right? Representative yeah. Roy. That's technically the most accurate because you're to your point. So like, I probably I, I learned just, this in sixth grade and then it just kind of like, psh, we always just call a congressman, a congressman or a representative and a Senator, a Senator. I think it was that lady who ran for president, <clears throat> you know, the Democratic Democrat, uh, from I think Minnesota, Minnesota Senator. Um, I can't blanking on her name, dude. Uh, mm-hmm. the one that, um, she's got the real hokey Minnesota accent and they kind of ran her out there as like the normal, middle of the road type um, I don't recall. not attractive she got beat up for like using a hair comb to eat a salad one time and berating her staff all the time so anyway so okay so my point the, is my point is she the, corrected somebody in some some she was in some panel the other day and somebody addressed her as congresswoman so and so and she corrected them it's senator and it's like well technically you are part of congress yeah senator is a more accurate and specific yeah honor you know honorary or whatever the hell you would call that but congressman's okay you snobby b so you can call senator or congressman so anyway klobuchar klobuchar is who i'm talking about mcconnell's the minority senate leader and uh, the most powerful republican and he's a rhino cuck that needs to go but he you know he's no different than pelosi or yeah, they're all uh, part of they're all part of the uniparty schumer them hug and laugh and kiss each other yeah, they are disgusting human beings. Forty-five. Our country would be in a much billion. better place if Mitch, McCar- Mitch McConnell just just vanished tomorrow. Like if he just if he was uh, if he was just like called to heaven by Jesus Christ. If he just was like raptured, well, he, America. Would Pelosi can go with him. And also, part of this, he did which get is a really bunch of conservative super Supreme Court justices. Though. This is really cool. This is really cool. And this is part of the uh, the Inflation Reduction Two federal spending bill 65 million in programs for senator Leahy and a federal building named for drumroll nancy pelosi yeah. <laughs> yep 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 they just they just can't help but throw accolades on themselves 335 million to prepare for the influenza pandemic did you know we're going to have another pandemic of course you did. Yeah, Bill Gates has been telling <laughs> us we're going to have another one since the first one broke loose, bro. So 335, a third of a Bill Gates says billion to dollars to prepare for an influenza pandemic that they're going to create themselves. $286 million in Title X funding. Uh, here's actually one good thing because we do need this on the planet. $65 million for salmon restoration. Okay. There's something that actually makes sense. We need salmon. It's one of the top five biggest seafood items that we consume. Top five. It's one actually. It's one of the top five most consumed fish in the world. So if you want to drop sixty-five million on restoring their habitat, that's probably a good thing. You know what it means? It means ripping out a bunch of hydroelectric electric dams and and starving the Rocky Mountain west of power. That's what that means. Probably a bad thing. But on the surface, if you look at it, you're like, oh, well, I would be for that. I guarantee right? you that's what that means. The majority of that money will go to tearing out hydroelectric dams. I don't know. I don't know where the where 
where I that money is going to be. Just the other day. Sent. Well, then obviously you have researched it more than I have, which is fine. Well, I'm I also glad just, that you've I mean, brought that to the table. You're super squarely in my wheelhouse when it comes to energy and environmental policy. Yeah. Here's another one, and this isn't that much money, but $3.6 million for Michelle Obama's trail. Yeah. Is it, are we going on a walking trail or is that for her campaigning for something? A campaign trail. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's a walking trail named after the first lady. It's probably already a trail, and they're going to make it a nicer trail and name it after. So they're going to uh, take away the Civil War general's name and put hers on it. Yeah, yeah. So here are some stories. November seventeenth, California dams on the Klamath River. Four, four hydroelectric hydroelectric dams along the Klamath River will be demolished coming off of a May 2022 report of three other California dams that are going to be taken out uh, and removed. Don't we like um, water? Meanwhile, energy. Don't we like they're that? shutting down all their coal fired power plants. Um, they're also shuttering, shutter, shuttering nuclear electric generation capacity while demanding that everybody drive electric cars. Yeah, actually in uh, at the gas station in my neighborhood, they just put in like 12 Tesla our charging stations those are popping up popping mm-hmm. up everywhere but it, why would so i thought we liked clean energy right coal is not it seemed like hydroelectric if you're generating electricity from water power that'd be a good thing uh yeah yeah Screw don't get the me salmon. Wrong. don't get me wrong the dams were a problem. Screw the salmon. We'll eat fake meat. But, you know, this is one of those things, dude. Like, how convinced are you that global warming is a real threat to uh, all of humanity? Based off of the recent freeze that just uh, encompassed the entire country? Uh-huh. I don't know. And so just a minute ago, you said, I think salmon is the most consumed fish product on the planet. No, it's in the top five. I read a book okay. one time. It was called... Cool. Top five. Uh, if you five fishes is what it was called. If you actually. go to your Kroger or HEB right now, will you be able to find giant slabs of salmon? Yes, hundred percent. If I went to mine, would I? Yes. Well, just about every Texan listening to us, probably. So tell me where the effing problem is. I don't know because a lot of it's farmed anyway. Right. Don't know. A lot of it's farmed, but a lot of it is still from fish swimming upstream in the Pacific Northwest. That says wild caught. You got to pay more for that. I'm, but I also know people who have mm-hmm. gone and done that. So I know right. they come in like five different species. Mm-hmm. I know they still work their way all the way up into the Great Lakes for Atlantic salmon. Are they as plentiful as they were 150 years ago? Probably not. Is anything? Coyotes are. They tell us they're not. They tell us they're not. But did we have real good counts 150 years ago? No, but I mean, let's do we even have any sense. reason we didn't to have believe 330 million people either. Do we have any reason to believe what anybody tells us about what was going on 150 years ago? Can we also say that salmon's not that good? Like They're lying to us in real time about everything right now, right? Like we can watch something happen mm-hmm. and then the powers that be will lie to us about what we watched. And I'm supposed to trust like the accounts of the Lewis and Clark expedition in comparison to what we see today. I'm serious. Hey, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big salmon guy anyway. More for you guys. I, I get you Aaron ever, a piece of salmon. I get a piece of tuna. You ever heard the saying history is written by the victors? Mm-hmm. You know what it means, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
and that and that that phrase will continue to be true in perpetuity yeah those with the power get to write the news which the news is what becomes the history yeah but i mean but okay but still we almost did you know exterminate grizzly bears we did wipe out wolves had to reintroduce and yet them. they're still here yeah. another problem yeah I, I agree. I'm all for predator killing in a managed way. You know, I'm, I'm for it. 100%. I'm just saying that 2023 should be the year that everybody questions everything. Uh, okay. Um, everything. Those were the high points on the... I to guess your point, though. Oh, hold it's on, just a spending point. bill. It's not an inflation reduction. Actually, just You want clean bill, energy? Too. Stop tearing out clean energy power plants. Period. Well said. That's stupid. Well, Have I told you that, about the blades flying off those wind turbines? No, but I'd love to see that happen. Oh, man, I can't believe I didn't take a picture of it. Maybe I did. Down at, at that... Uh, I hate Kennedy, those things. That, 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 that star-crossed Neil guy hunt I went on. Mm-hmm. Dude, we're driving down... The, the Kennedy Ranch is now covered in wind turbines, right? That's an eyesore. Yeah. And so they're in lines along these roads, right? And we're cruising along, and I'm looking up, and I'm like, there's one that's not operating. And one of those blades that are, I know the diameter on those things is like 300, you know, feet or something like that. Right. So like the blades are a hundred plus foot long. And one of them looks like God grabbed it and twisted it and just snapped it off. I'm like, dude, what happened there? Was that during the hurricane? He goes, no, man. He's like, sometimes that just happens. (laughs) I was like, what? He's like, yeah, dude, they just freaking blow up, blow apart. Like blades. I mean, the blade is laying on the ground right next to the thing. I don't know that they go flying. Yeah. But they definitely just like rupture, collapse, and, and break the f off, and then they just they just lay there. Nobody Until does anything about it. Until someone collects some to make uh, gummy bears. I asked my guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I asked my guy. I was like, "Have you seen it happen?" And he goes, "No." He's like, "But I've definitely been on the ranch where I passed by them while they were spinning in the morning, and they came back later, and one of them was shut down, and it was missing a, a blade." And I was like, "Damn!" Wow. And he was like, "I think you know, if I ask some of the cowboys that work out here." Like actual, you know, rancher cowboy dudes. He's like, there's probably somebody who's seen it happen or at least heard it. Hmm. I mean, dude, I don't even know how many. A bunch of them were missing blades. And then, you know, I'd already known for a long time because there's so many in the community, you know, the area I grew up in down near Corpus that the, <laughs> you know how much lube oil the generator component of those things takes? I don't know how much it is, but it's a lot. So you still have to drill an oil well to make a, you know, to make and run a wind turbine, maybe they're using synthetic coils. I don't know, but those things explode. The gearboxes explode and you'll see like oil smeared all down the casing of that generator. That's like where the you know fan mounts to They're a joke. Hmm. They're stockpiling blades in New Jersey. And yeah, they're going to make them into gummy bears and feed them to us. I don't know. Maybe put a little THC in there to make it a little better. Oh, you can bet your ass we'll be doing that. It's legal in Michigan. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, Have you actually, no, I'm not even going to ask if you've heard about it. (laughs) I'm just going to play the clip for you because it is. You want to talk about jumping the shark, even for the trans movement. Listen to this. This is the Hodge twins. I'm sure you know who they are. See, this is the part where if the role was reversed, she'd be kicking me in the nuts. I'm not going to do that. Baby. I would. I absolutely would be kicking you in the nuts. It's called the butt, baby. 
Look, a prosthetic baby that can be inserted deep into the loving embrace of the rectum where a trans woman can experience and celebrate the miracle of childbirth. You experiencing the experience of a bowel movement. I thought this was fake at first, but it's actually a website selling this. Look at this, the butt baby. You can get it in 13 inches. That's huge. For $300 to shove that up your ass? Look how big it is. How are you going to shove that? Up your butt, man. You're paying $300 to get a severe case of hemorrhoids. I just wanted to show you this video because this is the end of times. Make sure you pray because Jesus is coming. <laughs> so that a trans woman can experience the joy of childbirth, she can shove a plastic baby up her butthole. It, well, it's, it's a him because it has a penis. It's a dude. So you can shit out a baby and call it, and you can experience uh, childbirth, a plastic one, for $300. I'm ready to go mule deer hunting. <laughs> Have we talked about my mule deer hunt yet? <laughs> something we that's not what this show's about, Chisholm. Oh that was a really funny take. Um these guys are awesome. I dude, I don't know. What, what are you supposed to say to that? I and yet and yet they're a real woman. They're <laughs> That person, those people who want to do that, they're 100% a real woman. They get to compete with women in sports and take women's jobs and take women's prospects and take their scholarship money and, uh, you know, make them uncomfortable in dressing rooms. Um, but they have to shove a toy up their ass. To they probably like it, to be honest. It's probably part of the deal. Is, oh. Don't you, remember, you remember when the one guy from Jackass that died? Did that, and he had to go to the emergency room. What was his name? Ryan Dunn. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now what? <laughs> oh, dude, Hopefully, everyone crazy. ordered a butt baby for Christmas. Uh, I have another clip, kind of jumping around here. So we've talked about in detail over the two years of the show just how lost San Francisco is, Chisholm, and how they have enabled that drug culture, the homeless communities, tent cities. This is how bad it is, though. And you have to listen to the end. And this is a uh, Turning Point USA video from a guy named Mark Robert. That's his Instagram page. Uh, but he is going to go into a harm reduction center into San in San Francisco. And this is what he finds. The San Francisco Home Production site, and I'm going to see what kind of um, paraphernalia they're giving out today. They gave me a whole box of syringes. Giant box of syringes. Those are a whole box of syringes. I mean, literally for free. You can't even get a plastic stroll in San Francisco, let alone they're just giving away as many needles as you want. I have um, Narcans. I have these sanitary cookers. I have tie-offs to tie off your arm i came out with saline water clean saline packages to cook the dope with these are to hold these little tie-offs are to hold to hold these like this you twist it around there so you don't burn your hand while you're cooking the dope anybody can just come into this place and, and grab these bags full of equipment for free and uh, little cotton swabs to, to suck the dope up through I asked them what this was for. This is a new one that they're giving out, these chopsticks, and they said it was a, a pusher for a glass pipe so you could push your crack inside the pipe more. Brillo pad to filter the crack 
in the pipe. Then they give you these straws, right? And these mouthpieces for the meth pipe. The most alarming thing was I asked where I could go to get some help to get clean. What program can I get into right now to get clean and off the streets? And they had no idea. I'm going to go right here. The last part's the most damning. Yeah. Dude, is there anything you can bring up that's not just like, I mean, an absolute kick in the nuts? Like anything. You're the one that said 2023 was going to be way worse. I'm just feeding that narrative. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Got me there. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty bad. What was that on? That was on Turning Point USA. The, The box of needles. So... I mean, there's been times when I go to Walgreens and I can't even get needles for my testosterone shot because they're sold out or they're, they're, there's a shortage. Well, now we know why, because San Francisco's passing them out. And I don't mean a package of needles. They gave him a box with hundreds of needles in it for free and all that other stuff to smoke crack, to burn heroin, to literally chopsticks to push the crack further into the pipe. Jeez, dude. This is how lost we are as a society. And we enable this behavior. Yeah. I, here's a question. This is, I mean, you and I have both been drunk in our lives. You <laughs> cannot be drunk in public or you could like literally get arrested, but yet you can be high on heroin and they don't care. <laughs> they don't, they don't care. <clears throat> no, they don't. It doesn't make it. I don't understand. Um, to be fair, you're probably far less dangerous to any yourself or anybody else higher on heroin than drunk. That's, that's basically, that's a fact, but okay. Chisholm, something else we need to talk about. And this is, uh, from listener Mickey, our good friend. Uh, he sent this in and it's a retweet, but I think we've, we've heard grumblings about this, but now it's about, it's going to become a law on uh, January 1st, 2023 in California. So it will, uh, AB 2098 will effectively deny all physicians in the state of California the right to publicly share their medical opinions under threat of suspension of their license to practice medicine. Okay, so that's a slightly different one than the one I was familiar with. So you're saying they're not allowed to share their medical opinions publicly? Yes. So they can't go like on a podcast or on a radio show? And yeah. say the shots I, don't work. I'm I'm seeing a whole bunch of myocarditis in 19 year old boys in my in my practice. Uh huh. Yes, oh. they're not allowed to do that. Say that publicly. Can't talk about uh, you know the idea that uh, gender blocking hormones might actually be harmful to uh, prepubescent children. It, it dude. <laughs> so that is another level. Um, I guess it's not surprising because the first move that I had been made aware of or heard about, and I don't know when that particular bill or whatever is going, I think it's already maybe, I know it's been signed. Maybe it's coming in parallel to this, or it's all part of the same thing, but they're also not allowed to give a second opinion to a patient. If it contradicts quote, the, uh, something like the, the, the established medical consensus Mm -hmm. from the far left. I mean, dude, imagine that, right? Like, when did a second opinion become anything less than exactly what every patient should ever ask for, right? Right. Like, I listened to this person point out, uh, in the 60s, the medical consensus was that Lucky Strike was the best brand of cigarettes for your health. Like, 
what you're not allowed to challenge a medical consensus anymore what in the right. f is a consensus in the first place and so now and, on top of that you're not even allowed to speak publicly about your opinions like and that the doctor's crap, the physician's job is to educate his patient on based off of his medical expertise which he went to school for years to attain that knowledge and now he's just ah i can't share that with the public even though what you're spewing to the public is an absolute lie that might be harmful for their health dude i we talk a lot about and i think you know probably come off but mostly as, as joking mm -hmm. but this is seriously scary shit yeah what oh. they're doing out there in california and they always say as goes california so goes the nation mm -hmm. that is truly biomedical like dystopian authoritarian nightmare stuff that a doctor can't practice medicine anymore yeah like you know the word is compliance and if they get the doctors to comply then they can force everyone to comply but it starts with the doctors because they're really the the, the the last line of defense right between the government and putting things in the the citizenship's bodies that maybe it's not good for us the doctors are the last line of defense medical experts researchers <laughs> yeah Whew. scary is a good way to put it uh also dude this lady uh was arrested <laughs> she her name is um vaughn spruce and she was arrested in great britain for silently praying outside of an abortion clinic now she is the director of the uk march for life so i'm sure they knew who who their name's isabel vaughn spruce director of the UK March for Life. She was um, praying across the street from a UK abortion clinic. Praying, And she said, I was praying in my head. And she was arrested for it. I don't know what their laws on protesting is, but if you're just standing across the street, standing there, and you're not saying anything, Oh, here's the report. This is from the New York Post, but you know they're usually more right than they are wrong. But this says the officer asks, "Are you praying?" Which responds, "I might be praying in my head." The officer then asked if she'd been willing to go to the station for questioning about her actions. <laughs> she said, "If I don't I've think got a they choice, have... then no." And he said, "You're they... under arrest." I don't think they have freedom of speech or religion there, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -mm. Um, and. Yeah. So in the same uh, vein, well, let's head to Norway where yeah. a Norwegian filmmaker faces three years in prison for saying a man cannot become a lesbian. I'd like to argue. I think I might be a lesbian, but <laughs> scientifically, <laughs> biologically, uh, she is correct. A man cannot become a lesbian, which now she's facing three years imprisonment for telling the truth. Telling the truth can get you in trouble these days, man. Oh uh, yeah, it can get you in a lot of trouble. Let me let me let me go back. Was it AB twenty ninety eight on the California thing? That was it, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's the same. Both of the things we've referenced are in that bill. One says you can't give. So it specifically says 
under AB, this is an article from the California Globe about a lawsuit that, that a bunch of doctors are bringing against the state of California. Do it. Under AB 2098, doctors would be subject to disciplinary actions by the Board of Medical by the Medical Board of California and the Osteopathic Medical Board of California if they do not adhere to the, quote, approved COVID treatment consensus. So the article asks, who approves this, quote, consensus? The medical board? Public health officials? Neither the members of the medical board nor all of California's public health officials are licensed medical doctors. California's medical board? is made up of 12 individuals, six of them are MDs, three of them are attorneys, one is a public relations consultant, and the other, are, and there's an ethics reformer and a life coach. So there's six qualified people out of the 12. I mean, qualified and almost undoubtedly on, on Pfizer's payroll. Right. <laughs> like, they may right. be qualified, but I have no doubt. The other six have no skin conflated. in the game whatsoever. Attorneys, life coaches? What is that? The life coach is probably there just to support the other 11 when they're having a bad day. Yeah. It's, lift them up. <laughs> it's, it's, it's six woke positions, three attorneys, woke, 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 a public relations consultant, woke, an mm. ethics reformer, woke, <laughs> and a life coach, woke, 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 woke. So they're deciding what doctors can and can't say, those people. Wow. It's unbelievable, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's get in line and get compliant. That's what it They're is. They're so evil, it's incredible, man. All right, let's move and of on course, to the... And of course, the approved COVID treatment protocols is go are, to the hospital and die. Go home and take a Tylenol, and if you can't breathe, we'll put you on a ventilator. Instead of, why don't you try this 40-something-year-old naturally occurring substance that has all sorts of incredible properties, including the ability, according to the NIH, to stop replication of this particular virus in a Petri dish because it's been used on livestock for the exact same thing, stopping coronaviruses for decades. Ivermectin, we haven't mentioned that word in a long time. I guess that's because COVID isn't a thing anymore. I have some on a shelf. We took it when we got... Uh, Your second round, round of COVID? Yep. Worked mm -hmm. just as good as it seemed to the first time, uh, which I guess makes me a dissident who will probably end up in a gulag <laughs> if i was in california i guess it definitely would i'd pro probably get in california you can have all kinds of drugs on you and you won't even get a slap on the wrist but i would probably get cited with like possession of a controlled substance if i took my ivermectin in california oh for sure the, the irony dude the irony if there's any good news it looks like maybe our uh double uh la nina drought is coming to an end as a potential category four atmospheric river is set to hit Northern California, according to CBS news. I'm indifferent towards California. Yeah. But, but like if the whole place the, just burned up and everyone, but either moved or died, yeah, it'd be fine. But I'm just referencing it because it indicates that perhaps we're going to get more rain for the next couple of few years. Which we so How is that possible need. with climate change? We're not supposed to be getting rain. Uh, El Nino and La Nina, the oldest climate change trick in the book. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What else do you have? What else? I don't know. I, I, had a, I had a run sheet here. You never do. What do you have to bring to the table? Why are you always such a critical prick? <laughs> I accept. 
Uh, <laughs> Term of endearment Let's on this see, what show. Was I lacking? What have we not talked about yet? You were lacking a uh, run sheet or any anything at all, really. I rambled off six things we could talk about to start the whole show. Well, Just from okay. the top of my head. Bring them back to the forefront. We went through my list. Everyone order your butt, baby. Yeah, that's a bad one. Um, well, I guess we already <laughs> talked about the... It's just one of those things. It's like, can't, that, that can't be real, right? It can't be real. No, it's real. Yeah. No, I mean, we really... We've got all the same notes. Because the news is what the news is. Um, uh, you did bring up a good, a good topic with the Catholic Church deal. Yeah. What are y'all doing for... In this El Nino, La Nina thing. What are y'all doing for New Year's? Um, well, that's Henry's birthday. So Henry and I are going to the Deer Lease to wrap up the season Wednesday through Saturday. Come home for his birthday. And then I'm going back to the Deer Lease Sunday through Wednesday to duck hunt. Because our deer season ends on the 31st. No, the 1st. Sunday the 1st. It's over. How do you think that dog's going to do? Well, uh, I took her on Thursday ahead of that. Well, it, actually, when we got in the duck blind, it was 40 degrees. Within an hour, it had dropped to 20. And when we were finished hunting, it was 11 degrees. And the wind went hunting out. when that front hit. Yeah. And it was dumb. Then it was dumb. Uh huh. Well, not because, I mean, it was cold. It, it was cold. Uh, my, my toes were definitely cold, but, um, my buddy built the blind, went and scouted. There was 30 or 40 mallards sitting in that hole with some gadwalls mixed in, and the front blew them out. We shot one gadwall. That's why it was dumb. That sucks. Did the dog at least my it? buddy, oh, yeah, so the one duck, I shot the gadwall, and it was about a 60-yard retrieve, went from land to water, back on land, and then back into the water. And she, it was like a totally different dog. She did it like a boss. All right. There's hope. It kind of was, I was like, man, I'm going to have to keep this dog. It was only one duck. So I was like, hold on. I'm also going to temper my expectations. And if she uh, hunts, what's the problem? There's no problem. (laughs) I just kind of made my mind up like internally. I was like, this dog, you just wanted a new dog. Yeah. No, she did great. It was one, it was a small sample size. Like she could have just been, uh, well, at least it wasn't just like she was looking that way. But the retrieve was a difficult retrieve. Anytime you yeah. you go from land to water, back to land, and then back into the water, that's not easy. And it was like, and all the other ducks that I've shot in front of her have just fallen right there. So for her to mark that, I was like, I just don't even know what happened. I was planning on having to get out of the blind and walk her halfway over there. Yeah, it made me very proud. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe Like I something. said before, if she's not bolting for the next county when your shotgun goes off, then she's not as gun shy as she could be. So, yeah. She'll get acclimated. Uh huh. Um. So New Year's, we're making am, ribs. That's it. We're doing ribs and with uh with like Mickey peas and cabbage. Yep. Um. I have been predicting for several months now that we have to be on the verge since it started raining in August that we have to be on the verge of switching from La Nina to El Nino, and looks like uh, the news in Austin seems to be agreeing. Hmm. So we might be in for a few years of nice wet weather. Which That's good for quail. Full rivers, big big cubbies, uh, healthy bucks, full lakes. Uh, 
probably a couple of floods in my community's future. Mm. But uh, that's all right. There's something I was going to bring up. It was going to be way out of left field. If you're ready to switch to bring it far left field. We kind of live in left field I sometimes. I make a note of it, but I don't have a pen. Um, crap. I don't know if I'm going to even remember what it was. I've been listening to this Alien podcast. Oh, gosh. I know it was related to that. Why do you say, oh, God? We're, we're going to go down that rabbit hole. I mean, speaking of topical, dude, the federal government keeps talking about it like on a weekly basis. And if you ask the average American, they probably still don't believe that that's true. Yeah, but they still don't believe that Hunter Biden's laptop is real. Well, they just believe whatever they're told to believe. Oh, dude, I know. Okay, this is what... Well, you're thinking of whatever that is. Big fireworks uh, Christmas Eve. At, so my we went to church at my wife's grandmother's Baptist church in downtown McKinney. It's like literally a couple blocks from our church. But, you know, there was 40 of us there. Grandkids, great-grandkids. Her, you know, four living kids, everybody. Then we go to my in-laws and do a baked potato bar, which is what the turkey was for. I didn't eat any potatoes, just the meats options. And somebody else smoked a brisket. Uh, then everyone's having a blast. We do a little gift, you know, white elephant gift exchange and then end up playing cards. And my wife's second cousin, who's 18 years old, he's a senior in high school. He's about to go off to college here relatively soon. We start talking and I'm like, oh yeah. So where are you going to end up? He's like, a, he's like, I think Oklahoma maybe or Arkansas. I was like, yeah, you'll be all right, Graham. You know, you got a solid upbringing, but just don't let those, uh, you know, don't let the, the liberal university system change you. I didn't realize his parents were liberals and they're sitting at the table, like no idea. <laughs> and that's awesome. Though. And then Aaron's other cousin, he's not at all. He's actually an ice agent. Um, and he was egging me on cause he totally <laughs> is down with, you know, not transgendering yeah. kids. And I was like, well, you know, at the end of the day, Graham, just don't cut your wiener off in your first semester and you'll be all right. Well, my mother-in-law was at her sister's house. who was the mother of she's the grandmother of this kid. And she was like, yeah, you're really pissed off Kevin and Carol, meaning her, her daughter and son. Uh, about it, cables really pissed them off and Kay was like well i wasn't sitting there when that happened so what exactly happened and she's like well they were talking about you know uh how the university system's been hijacked by the far left and Kay was like yeah and uh-huh. right and and then ended up she was like well yeah and he's not wrong about like the state of the country like nobody wants to work be- because people are giving handouts She's like, I've, I've traveled quite a bit in the last year and a half. And one thing that is consistent is everywhere I go, people are short-staffed because the government keeps giving out handouts. Is Kay your sister-in-law or your mother? No, my, my mother-in-law. Mother-in-law, yeah. right. Mother-in-law. She's talking to her mother, your grandma-in-law. No, she's talking to her, her sister. Lots of family was there. She's oh, talking to her sister, who was the grandmother of the 18-year-old. That's the grand. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, and, and it was her daughter and son who I pissed off, apparently. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and, she, and then she said, 
it came up that this generation doesn't want to work this current generation. And like Graham is 18 and Carol goes, well, Graham, yeah. I mean, you kind of bounce around from job to job, you know, you'll work somewhere for a week or two and then try to find something better. And Graham's like, well, that's because they have me taking out trash and like cleaning toilets and doing stuff like that, that I don't want to do. And Kay goes to Carol. Well, Carol, who's supposed to do that job? Isn't it someone without a degree, like a high school kid? The illegals. <laughs> yeah. Like who's supposed to do that job? And this is the entitled, like he's the perfect, perfect example of the, yeah. of like, and the parents like believe that he shouldn't have to do those jobs. Like I, I, I freaking dug trenches and did outdoor manual labor for a landscaping company. And we were digging trenches for outdoor plumbing for a summer in hundred degree weather. Yep. Then I, then I worked in a, I worked in the service industry for eight or nine years through my illustrious college career. Illustrious and long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad your your mother-in-law's got your back. Um, obviously you're right. I think it's funny. Like they get mad because they don't know how to, they, they just there's no argument against it like imagine if somebody was beating you up about your beliefs and you had no counter mm. and somewhere deep down in your soul you knew that they were right but you had 100 like based your existence on that belief structure so you have no argument and your whole worldview is being undermined yeah you'd, you'd be mad and that'd probably be about it because what else you it was it, it there was a moment where I was like, maybe I'm pushing too far because <laughs> my wife was sitting across the card table from me. And all of a sudden I just felt this hard kick on my shin. <laughs> yeah. And then, so that then, was a, that was a moment that may or may not have been assigned to, to, to halt, but you blew right past the yield sign. Like I said, her other cousin, who's an ice agent, who's in his late forties was right there with me um telling spitting truth and and it, i mean it was almost like carol didn't the kid's mom didn't even realize that the university system was completely run by the left like she, that was news to her like i yeah i well, don't know I mean, where you've been like what's been going on like not paying attention they anything. don't have any conservative friends dude they probably never ever look to a conservative news outlet they probably are completely immersed in leftist ideology and that means that i mean it's what's a good analogy dude it's like uh I'm gonna, like well, if, I'm you, add... if you were if you were born and raised in a jungle mm -hmm. would you even know what a jungle was no that would right. just be home it just this is what the world is yeah it's a jungle yeah well i thought everyone in the family was like kind of more on the same page and apparently that that the four of them are not and that's okay you know it's fine uh Maybe you woke them up. My my wife, who's regurgitating this through the conversation her mom had, is telling me this last night, and I'm like, "Well," she goes, "Now be honest. You hate it when and you and you and Chisholm. You talk a lot about people trying to indoctrinate kids. Would you like it if you were if your kids were being indoctrinated?" And, and I said, "Well, the difference is, is that we're sitting at a grown up table playing cards. That kid is 18 years old. He's in he's in the adult conversation area." And I'm not indoctrinating anything. Everything I said was true. She indoctrinating goes, well, him into talking, thinking about like working hard and sacrificing and 
being a good citizen versus mutilating his genitals. Yeah. Sign me up for that indoctrination. She's like, well, you don't like it when, when you, when, you know, potentially people would say things to your kids. And I said, I have always said at the age of 18, they're free to do what they want. He's 18 years old. Now he's, he's going to go into his college experience. Well, Hey, at least cousin cable brought up those things that, Oh, I remember. Maybe that was true. Oh, that was true. He was right. So uh, yes, Aaron, I, I Aaron, get her nine, point. Ninety nine percent of the time, I've got your back, Aaron. But um, I don't want I don't want people messing with my kids and and the way that they're being brought up. But again, I think at eighteen years old, if you're sitting at the adult table, we're gonna take the kids' gloves off. You're an adult, dude. So I hate that they yeah. got upset. I had no idea. And he, the, the dad, is probably the one that was the most upset, and he didn't say a word about it. He just kept his mouth shut. So I didn't even know he was pissed until all this came out. Surprise. Um, we should move on before I say something that uh, your family won't appreciate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, I should have had on my uh, unvaxxed and ready to talk politics shirt, I guess, for for Christmas Eve. Dinner. It would have been a fair warning. <clears throat> um, I got my little alien story if you want to hear it. I do. You ever heard of the Dulce? Uh, the the Del, what do they call this thing? The Dulce Wars, the Dulce Air Base Wars. Mm-mm. Yeah, Dulce, Dulce, I guess is a better way of pronouncing it. Dulce, a town in New Mexico that is pretty close to Los Alamos. Like mm-hmm. it's all kind of part of the same, I guess, small-ish metro area. Los Alamos is where lots of weird. Uh, alien stuff and bio, there's a huge bio lab there that's probably cooking up the next pandemic um, creepy stuff there I don't think any of this is far from White Sands um, the Dulce Air Force Base in 1979 supposedly had a full on war with uh, alien invaders hmm. uh, let's just America, F yeah. Sounds like we kicked their ass because we're still here. The whole thing is underground. Um, Seven levels of underground, uh, uh, you know, uh, structure that uh, you have to have like increasing like security clearance to go deeper and deeper into. This guy named Schneider, Philip Schneider, uh, claimed to have been there. Uh, he and two Canadian guys who have been uh, basically in like a mental institution or no, I think he said like an old folks home for, well, okay. So this guy, Philip Schneider, I'm sorry that they didn't give, uh, I'm shocked. They didn't give him the poison dart gun treatment. <laughs> so I was listening to him giving testimony in 95 or six or something like that on this podcast. Uh, and then within days or weeks of having done this huge expose he was found dead in his apartment uh having been strangled oh by so they did give him the sh- toxic <laughs> dart gun strangled by piano wire and it was ruled a suicide huh. yeah um missing three fingers which he claims were blasted off by a laser beam in the event um you can google this thing there were definitely news stories report written about it this dude gave a huge talk um explaining the whole ordeal. Um, but the interesting thing was that I found with it, not so much the idea that there are 
you know, potentially underground, literally underground alien wars going on. Uh, again, the government is acknowledging on what seems like a weekly basis now uh, that they have in 2014, a year alone, I remember there was like 300, 385 uh, U.S. military sightings of un, what they now call unidentified aerial phenomenon, UAPs. So more than one a day. Um, I think that was what it was. Maybe it was 250. Maybe it was like one every two, once one, two, two out of every three days or something like that. Whatever it was, mm-hmm. it was an extraordinary number of them. I've seen them on the East Coast, the West Coast, over nuclear bases they shut down a nuclear launch facility in um uh maelstrom air force base in montana back in 1976 or eight or nine or something like that uh these crafts showed up a light showed up and like they lost all power to these nuclear warheads mm-hmm. uh, and it almost started world war three these this that's that right there is like acknowledged by the government basically i'm not sure where they're at on this dual seat thing Anyway, this dude unveils all this back in the 90s, dies of a piano cord around his neck somehow that he did himself very shortly thereafter. But during this talk, he said, he dropped the the term New World Order, which is not new, right? That's been around for decades and decades. George Mm -hmm. H.W. Bush used the term New World Order, right? But his claim was that this New World Order were basically, uh, you know, the, the sort of the, the powers of the, of the, of the globe capital, you know, weren't those stones, the, the, where were those stones in Georgia? Weren't those done in the seventies too? The, yeah. Uh, what were yeah. those stones called? Hmm. You mean the ones that said we should reduce the population from like 8 billion down to 600 million? Yeah. Yeah. So the Georgia rune, uh, guide stones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one, mm-hmm. those things were put in about the same time. Uh-huh. Which means they were in existence in the 90s. This dude said that there is a global cabal that is basically in thrall to these alien civilizations that have a plan to knock the world population down by five sixths to seven eighths. So, you know, what, what does that come out to? 70, 80, 90 plus percent um, by the year 2029. Huh. Uh, he explained that they. Uh, well, their first using, pandemic didn't kill nearly enough people then. He said that they're constantly creating um, like super viruses with uh, genetic material that come with these aliens, uh, doing all kinds of crazy genetic testing down at the bottom of this thing. Um, I wish I had I, I thought about this halfway through our conversation, but I, I wish I could have played the little clip this lady teeing up this dude's talking because like what she said about his prediction for 2029 in 1995 was so spot on with all the crap we're talking about all the time since this pandemic started anyway like he was predicting 20 something years ago all the crap we're seeing now even Mm -hmm. the idea of aliens which since 2018 the new york times has just treated as a given and tucker talks about like on a weekly basis so fascinating the world keeps getting stranger. Stranger. What about these ancient viruses they're uncovering? Like sounds you, like a great idea, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, they re, they're, re, they're rejuvenated finding... or revived a, a frozen uh, virus, super deadly virus they found in some permafrost. Great, great let's idea. Find it and then let's play with it. Nothing bad could happen. Nothing. Yeah, I mean they're hell bent on destruction, dude. I don't care what anybody says. Like there's 
these guys well, you know what also which scientists, is man i mean it goes hand in hand with this and it, it's we're always talking about transgender bullshit but uh trannies can't reproduce so that's another way of controlling the population Oh, we've said that several times. Oh, I know. Just to reiterate, go on down the list. Yeah, yeah. go on down the list, and all of it points towards fewer people. All of it. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Uh, I guess we should end. So the other day uh, on that, so I've got this. (laughs) We always do. I've got this text thread with these three buddies from law school. I think I've mentioned it a couple of times, but this is one of the common topics. Is this the one with major? No. Oh, is this the one with the guy who can't change a tire? (laughs) <laughs> no but we all went to law school together uh i've mentioned him before uh, one of the four was beating us up about virus vaccines for a long time and now he's like pretty much completely red-pilled no oh, also mickey texted in from down the street saying he he also changes his own brakes not just knows how to change a spare tire see told you mickey's the kind of guy i want to be when i grow up um damn what was my point what were those guys talking Your about? law school text buddies. Uh, ones come around on the Vax, maybe? That was a side point. Uh, See how it derail you. I guess, yeah. It, it, you, you managed hour and a half in. Total derailment. I'm lost. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> you laughed, and then you said, yeah, I'm on this text chain. And da, 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 da. The hell then, did you say before I left? This is, this is terrible. I don't know. What made me laugh? Usually me. Yeah. Oh, I know what I was going to say. There the other is. day, the other day, Elon tweeted out a picture, an old, an old like artist, like an old painting, sort of sketch, sketch thing, I guess, um, from like the seventies. I actually looked it up of a of a huge like spaceship that said, like it said it had the Ark written on the side of it, like Ark of the Ark of Earth or something like that, Earth Ark or something. But it was basically like a sci-fi rendition of Noah's Ark, right? And that we would have to abandon this planet because it's heading for destruction. Uh, rather than floating around in an ark, we're going to have to just like rocket off into space and find some other place, right? Um, which is funny because Elon keeps like dropping these hints that he's kind of into Christianity, right? He went and bought test, bought Twitter supposedly because they, it, you know, censored the Babylon B and he's actually made some references to, you know, the, the, the power of the new Testament and you know, Jesus teachings. And I don't really buy any of it. I think it's all a manipulation ploy to get conservatives to trust him. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. Because pretty, he's also trying pretty, to play God with the, the right. uh, what Everything. is the technology? Yeah. The, the neural link and mm-hmm. yeah, all kinds of stuff. He's um, got Rogan eating out of his hand. Well, and he's, yeah, for sure. And he's completely convinced that we have to, he's, he posted the thing because one of his biggest projects, the Starship, is to it's supposed to do exactly this, to take us to Mars where we can colonize Mars because we're going to destroy the Earth, right? So it's a very anti-human, transhuman thing that he's got his fingers all up in, right? So <laughs> my buddy, this guy I'm talking about on this four-man text thread is always sort of talking about how, like, if you don't get these gene editing shots then they can't track you properly and you won't be able to access your cryptocurrency which will (laughs) this is a smart cat who's worth a lot of money dude he's a self-made very wealthy man at 30 about 43 years old i guess um just to 
dispel any concerns anybody may have about him being some sort of nut job, right? And he's mostly just yanking our chains, I think. But his take is uh, somehow these shots are necessary for both compliance, but also to allow the government to like ultimately implant a chip in you, which then they can use for their social credit system to like limit your ability to buy meat, right? All that crap. Yeah. Uh, which is, I think you and I pretty much <laughs> certainly don't disavow that concept by any stretch of the imagination. Something's up. So he shares this thing. And I'm always the, uh, I don't really care. One day I'll die and it is what it is. And I'm going to try to live the best life I can so I can have my everlasting life with Jesus in heaven, that type of thing. I'm not going to subscribe to any of this crap. Uh, we'll go feral and hunt for survival or whatever we got to do. Right. So there's just like constant battle back and forth between us. Uh, and, but he pointed out, he was like, you're not paying attention. Look. And he pointed out, like he circled that, like on this image that, Elon shared of this spacecraft that actually does look like his starship design. There are these guys in space suits holding back a horde of average looking people with guns, keeping them from the entrance to the craft. The craft is being loaded with two by two of all the animals, right? Uh-huh. And then, and then people who are in the same uniform, but Average Joe Blow is being held back at gunpoint, not allowed to get on the ark. Well, that's because they're not members of the party. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it was really interesting because he's always saying, like, y'all are getting left behind with this whole new gene editing, blah, blah, blah thing that they're doing. And then he, he point, he's like, see, you're not, you know, if you're not on board, you're going to get left behind. That's what this whole image is actually saying. And I was like, hmm, it's interesting. That's what Elon shared was some of y'all are going to get to fly to Mars, but most of you aren't. I need to see that image. Yeah, I'll have to dig it up. We'll put it on the uh, we'll put it on the website to go along with this episode. Yeah, it's a perfect thing for it. It's a good call. Let's see. Which has been all over the map in good ways and bad ways. <laughs> You're so critical all the time. Mostly good. The only negative comment we've ever had, other than dad's four-star review, <laughs> was the guy who said just two white dudes complaining about things they can't change, meh. <laughs> so, and he's something right for the partially right, just but he's also wrong because what we can do is spotlight the co- cockroaches and tell the truth. And if that happens to, you know, get one person out of the malaise that they've been living in to actually start thinking for themselves, then it was worth it. We're doing exactly what we can and should be doing about it, which is trying to raise our kids to see through it and then calling it out for what it is uh, for whoever wants to listen to listen to. Correct. Um, Maybe we could buy some billboards. That might be something more we could do. (laughs) I'm in. I'm not. We're trying to save money this year. (laughs) Thanks, Biden. That's what Henry said whenever he got the $6 taco. And he was like, I'm sorry, Dad. If anybody owns a billboard and wants to sponsor us, uh, taking applications. If anybody owns a conservative company and likes what we're throwing down, we'll take your money too. Because we are also capitalists. Yeah. And we don't have a lot of overhead, but uh, we do have to keep our website online. As we tighten our belts this year. 
No, we don't really need sponsors. But if you are oh, interested, we would entertain the idea. Maybe someday we'll make money with this thing. I doubt it. I doubt it. We don't feel really like... promote ourselves very well. And maybe the show's not that good. I don't know. Oh, I've never yeah, listened. I mean, every episode <laughs> we bur- we we the algorithms cockblock us. Like, there's no doubt that we're not putting out content that is Apple or Google know, Silicon Valley friendly. Yeah, <laughs> those that are interested in the truth will find us. Hopefully, they'll find Jesus too. Yeah, that's another thing we do a lot. Try to share the good word. Heck, I burned the turkey just so I could go spend some time with Jesus. I was like, what's more? Yeah, I like the commitment Uh, there. Good job. Yeah. Planning could have been a little bit more on point, but, you know, whatever. Sacrifice. Good work. Here we go. Here's that thing. What is the thing? The the picture. Oh, yeah. Can you see that? Wow. Yeah, we'll put that on the website. See the spaceman holding mm-hmm. back the mob. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a brilliant observation. One of many that rules for thee, but not for me. Yeah, buddy, Mikey might actually know something. <laughs> mm. Sending it to you. It feels like it's time to wrap this up. There's been a fair amount of dead air in the last ten minutes. If anyone's still listening, thank you for tuning in to episode 108 of justified pursuit for chisholm cook i'm cable smith don't forget to buy your butt babies and y'all have a happy new year go hunt